The Everyman Podcast. The Everyman Podcast. Another week, another pod. Blessed, highly favored as always, live from Texas and New Jersey. We got a special guest this week, ladies and gentlemen. Word. She. She. Pregnant pause. Is an entrepreneur, <laughs> a singer, a photographer. Yeah. All around every woman. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Tara. Tara, how you doing? I'm great. Hey. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it. And as I was alluding there, you are a gal of many hats. Seems like you are quite the creative persona. persona. Gaggle of hats. A gaggle. <laughs> I try. So if you had, to, if you had to nail down your, your key feature, what, what, how would you introduce yourself? What's your, what's your primary there? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I mean... I'm like transitioning to being a, uh, not a man, but uh, oh, a- Oh, hey, uh, hey, hey, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, I am now an empty nester. So like, I'm kind of trying to do a whole bunch of new things. Mm-hmm. So I kind of don't know who I am right now. What exactly do you do with all this time that you have on your hands now? Uh, Run around uh, naked. Run around uh, naked. Always. I did yep. that right before with, I got But with my CPAP mask on with the hose hanging off. Of course. Naturally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, work. I, work takes up a lot of my life, and uh, now I'm starting a new pod and just trying to fill my time. There it's difficult. Go. Well, let's let's uh, let us set the table a little bit here. And uh, Daryl, Tara comes by way of uh, the Daryl Campbell Network of Associates. How did uh, how'd you guys meet? Um, who Daryl? You you want to go over? You want to you want to take it? T? You I don't take even it? remember how I we first. I think I e- you emailed me about something you needed for work, and then mm-hmm. yep. I don't even know how that conversation got started, but it just became a like somehow we're like, well, I love kill switch engage and nine inch nails. What about you? Yeah, yeah. So so for all of our every men and every women like. Tara is a workflow specialist here at NFL Films. She's amazing at what she does. She basically, basically makes sure us low-level producers get everything that we need to the tech side of the building. She's a jack of all. She's like basically, she's the Batman uh, to us Robins of the world here at NFL Films. So like, um, yeah, you know, I think there was a project that we're activating on and it, it involved, you know, some musical uh, uh, assets and then you know uh, metal conversation got sparked and we find it we found that we were like-minded on many groups and now we're metal besties yeah. uh and yeah you know it's uh she's in the cosmic canoe now you know it's pretty cool i am it's been a while he's been bugging me yeah and, and, like, eh. and it's one of those things you know <laughs> daryl and i we both got we're, we're equally uh torn on time and uh there's been a couple people where it's like I'm aware, like some Daryl was like, "Hey, we got to, you know," and I'm aware of this person forever. I feel like I know them by the time you know we finally get together. So it's really mm-hmm. it's, it's great to have you on, and um, you know we're gonna, we're gonna get to the podcast, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to all that. But I wanna I wanna just take it back a second, Daryl. How was your Halloween? Halloween was pretty ridiculous because. We live in Merchantville, right on the border of Pensac and Merchantville, and Merchantville is known as Monsterville. Monsterville, for a very good reason, because everyone in our neighborhood is smitten with Halloween, just smitten with it. So gravestones in the front yard. My neighbor's two doors down is 65666, like ripped out of his mind, is probably on roids, and he decides to stand on his front porch stoic like with a michael myers mask and the whole get up just diesel and he has all of the monsters zombies slash other creatures that are strewn about his front yard on anima on animatronic tracks so like when the kids come up they actually respond to their movement and fucking terrorize people it's oh, wow. amazing but it's absolutely terrifying then he throws the smoke bombs out there and it's just a it's really a scary movie in totality, but my Halloween was was awesome. But I'm broke because we had over 1,500 kids affect to our doorstep, and uh, that was about I don't know somewhere in the vicinity of like 400 plus bucks yeah. worth of candy. So some kids out there 
you guys got like uh got some got a healthy chunk of the check yeah uh this past week so yeah it was it was wild here man like i, I sent you that video like I've, yeah dude yours was nuts too i've we were like getting i got home from work and it was the same day our jeep got delivered so of course i've got this Sick, 53 sick foot Jeep. auto transport <laughs> dropping off our jeep while kids are starting to go and then i'm looking like a real real asshole to our neighbors and uh i mean we had a we had a line they're, they told like don't even bother staying in your house like you got to set up a table out front because they're gonna just be a, there's gonna be a line at oh your my door. god and i was like yeah well whatever yeah lady. yeah there was a line down our stairs wrapped around the corner all night like a fucking line, like a fucking deli wow. line. I thought I was giving out cold cuts. I thought I was going to have to start giving out ammo at a certain <laughs> point. And we had been buying candy for weeks because we were like, oh, yeah. They were good. And we only had a little bit left at the end of the night. I'm sitting there. And you know me, bro. I like to chat it up. Especially oh, yeah. when I, oh, there's yeah. two times I like to chat it up. When I travel and I know I'm never going to see these people again. Or like holiday time. I really like, I get into it with people. Mm-hmm. And I love I love interacting with the kids and like oh whoa spooky Spider Man you know or like I'll I'll pick a I'll pick a random kid and I'll be like wait a minute did you already come here and he'd be like no right no, no, no. yeah they I do it like three that. four times I they love, make like I love doing that I did catch this girl she came back twice and she was a little older and she came back the second time and I'm like all right here's one Twix bar yeah and she comes yeah. back a third time I'm like listen I, no yeah keep it going. Yeah. I don't, I don't care how cute you are. She, I mean, it's not even a matter of cuteness. You're yeah. first of all, you're too old. You should be happy you I gave you too. candy the first time. But like, you're gonna come. Like, how much candy do you need? It's a little weird. It's a little weird to me. Right, right, but, right. Uh, so I keep seeing all these kids coming from the left side of our street with hot dogs. Whoa! And I'm sitting there. I, you know, had a quick dinner when I got home. I had a sandwich. You know, having a few beers, you know, I'm just enjoying the scene. I'm running the fog machine. I got the music going. Our house mm-hmm. looked like Lady Gaga was about to perform. It was fucking Love wild. It. Descending from the rafters. Right. It was insane. <laughs> Lights everywhere, tombstones, spooky spiders, you name it. And yeah. this like 13-year-old kid, he's got a hot dog. And I give him some candy and he's like, oh, I love your, love your decorations. I was like, hey, tell you what, buddy. Where'd you get those hot dogs? And he's like, oh, your neighbor down there. I was like, do me a favor. Go get me a hot dog. And <laughs> there's half of this bowl of candy in it for you. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, go on, beat it. I thought for sure he was never going to come back. Right. Five minutes later, here you go, sir. Here's your hot dog. And like, th- this is the thing about Texas that, that, I, that I love. Like, it happened to me real quick was like, everybody, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir, no, sir. Right. Everyone does it. And it's like, it becomes a thing. And then like, kids are all like, you get, I guess you get beat here if you don't, yes, sir, no, sir. And it's like having a, a child who I don't know, a stranger, if you will, just hand me a hot dog. Here you go, sir. Here's your hot dog. What a, what a power trip. You know what I mean? Like, right. what a fucking right. moment. So yeah. I gave that, I hooked the kids up with some candy. You know what I mean? It was of a course good, you did. It was a good time. But then, you know, the weirdest, the weirdest shit. A couple observations. I want to hear you guys' feedback on this. Yeah. We're getting to an uncomfortable stage of the, some of the teen girls that are going around and like, like what, like, what are you wearing? What, what are you doing? Where are Mm -hmm. your parents? Who are these boys? Yeah. Now I'm paying attention to all sorts of things. And like, then I see these boys coming around and I'm watching them. I'm like, well, you fucking behave kid. Don't I will put you in the ground. What's going on here? Like, it just, I was shocked. And then you have that inappropriateness. And then, then you have like the young moms. This is even more bizarre to me. And it's like, she's bringing up her baby, adorable little ladybug. I mean, it doesn't oh, get, yeah. it doesn't get any sweeter than a little girl, the little pigtails and the bow. She's a ladybug. And then the yeah. mom's dressed like a slutty nurse, you know? <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, well, so am I, am I, attending to you or my the sweet little baby do you want sweet little baby sweet little baby jesus do you do you want candy it looks like you want candy i don't know what we're doing here did you guys have any that sounds like she wanted more than candy yeah did you guys (laughs) see well you got a you got a daughter just like i'm pretty sure you had to go through that right like the kind of awkward once just no no no, I no. think the most awkward costume that, uh, sorry, the guys are all there playing cornhole. Nice. I'm missing some cornhole. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, Jess's last costume that she like dressed up and trick or treated for, she got, um, like a, a little dress and, um, 
painted her face like she was a broken dead doll okay All so right. jess was never the uh i want to flaunt my goodies yeah kind of child well, were and you that way when you um no were you, were I actually, a goodie flaunter uh no um i was, was later a sweatpants a sweatpant sweatshirt wearer but i did have a halloween incident Uh-oh. um <laughs> i dressed up it was it was like 98 1998 right okay dressed up as the guy from scream like the oh kid, like, with the right? yeah the, the mask okay yeah yeah i went out trick-or-treating with my friends i was like 17 16 17 my parents were like we're going furniture shopping we're not gonna be back for a while but you're gonna be out so whatever and you don't have anything to carry a key with you so just trick-or-treat like hey great bye so um it started raining and I came back to the house and they weren't there. So I went to the back deck and stood on the doghouse and broke into the bathroom window. And my next door neighbor called the cops Uh-oh. because <laughs> the guy from Scream was breaking into the house. Oh, Jesus. So that was kind of my last Halloween that I trick-or-treated. I was pretty much done. Wow. Yeah, point. see, in Texas, they'll just shoot you for that. Like, if, <laughs> if, if, if you're even... I, I was talking to a police officer recently. If if it's nighttime and your lights are out and there's no reason for you to be expecting a visitor and then like you let your dog out and oh there's a guy in your backyard. Just shoot him. Mm. Like that's that like it's based that's basically where we're at here, which is like G-sot. Yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, just stay out of my yard, you'll be fine. It's simple. Um yeah, you got to be you got to be careful here, but Halloween was uh it was great. And then you know Strangest thing, it's like 10 o'clock, and this car, like, screeches up. Like, we're, like, packing up. Everybody's lights are off on the street. It was, like, nuts to butts from 5.30 to about 9.50. We're cleaning up. These parents, these, like, two adults with, like, a, a baby in a... Young enough to be in a seat, in the back seat. Mm. They pull up. Hey, y'all still doing candy? No. <laughs> no. No, man. Go the fuck home. Your child should be asleep. It's Monday. Yeah. What are you doing? And it's like the way some people get really weird about the candy. Like, are you selling this candy? Like, how? Like it's just candy. Everybody's, everyone's handing out the same shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I did see one of my the neighbors with the hot dogs. They gave out 400 hot dogs. Are you serious? And it was a good hot dog, too. Those are not Ooh. cheap, man. 400 Slanging hot dogs. meat out there. That's like $12, $12 a pack. We get six <laughs> hot dogs a thing. I mean, dude, what, you just spent a thousand dollars on hot dogs. That's, dude, that's crazy. Plus candy. It's, it's that's nuts. crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, I mean everything. You know, everything's bigger in Texas, including Halloween. And I mean that. The, then immediately, immediately, the next day, everybody's getting their Christmas stuff set up. We just skip. Apparently, we skip Thanksgiving in Texas. We just go sh- mm-hmm. Halloween, Christmas. straight to Christmas. Yeah, we've already got Christmas trees set up in my warehouse. It's, it's uh. It's something else, but I love this time of year. The fall, you know, football's clanging. The Steelers are terrible. You know, Phillies are in the World Series. I'm, you know, I, I can appreciate ooh, that. They're greasing ooh. the poles. My only, my my one favorite thing, and I just want to shout this out to the city, <laughs> representing to my to my former, uh, you know, home base. You could say a lot of things about Philly fans, and I have said a lot of things about Philly fans. And some, depending on your perspective, you think you're either the best, right, or you think they're the worst. Or And it's like the Phillies are one in particular where it's like, I remember 2005, 2006, 2007, there being a th- not even a thousand people at those games. Because I, I, was, I was dating someone that had their, their family business, had box seats, and no their customers didn't even want to go to the games. So we would go to the oh, games man. like three nights a week, hanging out, doing the thing. Nobody there, right? Then all of a mm. sudden, then they're, oh, they're packed. And, right? and then it's like, even this season, this season alone, no one at the games until like they were so bad. Yeah, but like no one cared <laughs> at all. <laughs> and then they squeaked in and they got hot at the right time, which God bless them. But it's like Ew. now, now everybody's like, "Go Phillies!" It's like you literally didn't watch a game all year. However, when you've got a truck in eight, fi- and I, as a logistics professional, this is what in- entertains me. When you got to send eight fifty-three foot trailers filled with fifty-gallon drums of industrial lubricant to grease the poles to keep the people off of them. Mm. I like it. <laughs> I saw a meme that was if you don't have to grease your poles, you don't belong in the World Series. Well, you like, know why? You facts. know why they that, <laughs> You know why they grease the poles though, right? Mhm. 
for anyone, you know, the every man, the every woman listening. Back when the, when the Phillies won the World Series in 20, uh, 2008, there was a fella that climbed up on Broad Street all the way up, got on top, and then someone threw a tequila bottle at him, hit him in the head, and rest in peace. Let me preface this with a rest in peace. Pregnant pause. The sound that that bottle made when it hit this guy in the head is nothing short of comedic. Like, it's like... It's like a Looney Tunes bit, you know, it's just like, boink, you know, with the echo. Yeah. (laughs) And then like, and then this guy, like you see him because it knocks him unconscious and then he falls and, you know, tragically passes away. So they're trying to eliminate, you know, any more scaling broad street deaths. All it's done is encourage it. When, yeah, when you're talking about everyone's trying to climb up now. Yeah, now like, it's like I oh, could do it now. Exactly, yeah. that's the thing. Well, it's like, me. oh, you don't, you, <laughs> you don't want me to climb the poles. You're going to grease the poles. I'm going to climb the pole. Right. Say I can't do something. Want to do like it? It's like a squirrel when you put the when you do that, and you don't want them to get to the bird food. Yeah, they're just going to keep going. All it is is comedy for the rest of us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So to, absolutely to, to the Philadelphia faithful, just be careful when you're climbing those poles. You know, wear a helmet. Wear a helmet if you have to. Wear yeah. a helmet. Be safe. Wear a helmet. Don't climb those poles. Yeah, I mean, then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna pop off. And then you got, you know, you got the World Series and the Eagles game there tonight. It's just, it's absolute. Chaos. Right. See, yeah. you got to just double, wear both. Boom. Double, double, gotta double, doubled up. You know, years ago, I, I went to a a Philadelphia Phantom. Do they still have the Phantoms? Is that still a thing? No. Well, they're not. Phil- they're not Philadelphia, right? Do you see? They're like they moved them out. You talking about PA the, the somewhere? You talking about the football? No, no, no. no, no honor football? the Phantoms, so like they, the Flyers. They were really league. popular. They were like they oh. moved, so they're not considered the Philadelphia. Oh, I think well, somebody. I think they play in they, Allentown or something now. Gotcha. But anyway, like the Phantoms, they were really popular. I actually went to a few games. And it was they were good. They won their championship, or whatever. But I remember there was a guy at a game that had a two-way hat like two brims the front was the phantoms and the back was the flyers and he'd flip it around just for this flipping around i've never seen one since and i remember this from when i was a child i think this would be the perfect time at phillies eagles yeah get that flip hat going just just, duel it up you just double up and 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 it also whoever needs the good juju that's the one i have out you just flip it yeah flip it around it also it also (laughs) makes me think like you know the phillies have a great color scheme and their uniforms are great I, the Eagles should be that color. I think all. The, I think there should be a rule. Every team in the city, they should all have the same colors. Like that's what I love about the Pittsburgh. Everybody's got the black and yellow in some capacity, because you got the Phillies with the red, white, and blue. The Sixers, red, white, and blue, and the Eagles, red, white, and blue. Eagles would be badass. Just that badass. would be kind of cool. You know, I'd that love, would be kind of cool to see that. It's hard. It's hard to kind of differentiate it now because you know they've they've been the. Different, right. this color for so long so it's like uh well they're finally bringing the kelly green back thank yeah. the lord that was that's the, the yeah this this color's been i remember when they brought this color in it's been 97 i mean it's so long nice it's so long so tara tell me about your musical history i know you i know you're a singer i checked out some of your work so how, so what are you what are you doing there you still you still making music uh no short answer <laughs> no that window has closed <laughs> <laughs> Come on, talk about the window. You were a lead um, singer of a band. Well, I mean, it started way younger than that, right? So I was a classically trained flautist. Ooh. Um, it all kind of happened accidentally, I think. Um, I played in the marching band when I was in high school. And uh, then I was the drum major of the marching band. Whoa. So like, I was the head geek. I know you're all Hey, life is full <laughs> of hierarchies. If you're not at the top of wherever you are, you're not doing it right. So. Right. Like, what's if you're going to be in the marching band, it? be the fucking. You may head. as well be the director. Yeah. That's, as long that's as what the. As long as you're not the tuba player. Yeah. We did have a tuba player that fell down all of the bleachers. Of course, he did. Of course, they did. Wet, but like with the tuba on. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. That was fun. Oh. Again, these are. <laughs> this is what happens to the. Was tuba he still player. lockstep with the band, even though he was clanging? No, he off was of just each. trying to get down the bleachers. Oh, <laughs> he no. wasn't even doing anything special. That guy's um, probably been in in therapy ever since that. Oh yeah. His name was Todd. Todd. His name was Todd. <laughs> yes. Todd, I'm praying for you. And, oh my gosh. Um, so, so I did that. And then, um, I played in a symphony, um, from there and I actually, um, know Peter Dinklage from game of Thrones because I played his cousin's wedding and what? I met him before he was famous. Yeah. So six degrees of separation. You guys know everyone from game of Thrones. Nice. Fun nice. Fact. Uh, then 
I went to school for audio production and the person that ran the symphony I was in had a, a record label and I had to do some like internship work. I was helping them out. And I also at the same time had was hired. I was paid 50 bucks to just do some audio for a guy who was trying to sell his music and a singer was going to come in and surprise she didn't show up. So he was like, can you just like carry a tune? I was like, well, I mean, I played an instrument. So like, I'm going to do it. Are you going to pay me? <laughs> so I go. made $75 instead of my little 50. And I thought it was hysterical. And I brought it with me when I was interning. And two weeks later, they gave my parents a record contract. Whoa. I was like, okay, so I don't really know about that. And it, it I, I started making an album with that that guy that I was working with. And then before they got him signed and locked down, he took all of the tracks we did with my vocals and sold them. So mm. the whole record went done. Like a lot of work down the drain. A tale as old as time. Yes. The old yes, sneaky yes, yes. producer. See, this is the thing. Like, I wish, I'm so like, as somebody who went through the system and got to a certain point and then saw the mirror behind the curtain that happens to so many people. Oh yeah. And like, especially that whole idea of like, Oh, I'm in a studio. I've never been in a studio. Oh, here's a contract. Let me sign this. And in reality, it's like, you don't need to sign this. You shouldn't sign right. this. This is ridiculous. I mean, but you I mean just what think, I signed, I was think... happy with what I signed. My deal was actually really great. I mean, I never, spent a penny. I showed up when I was told to, I did the, I mean, I, I worked hard and this kid, they were getting his contract set up and it's like, he knew, well, they already started doing some work. And when he started selling stuff, the label was like, Nope, we got to back off. All of this is garbage now. So then I ended up getting married. I had my daughter and like years later, my, my friend's boyfriend at the time, he made beats but they're only like 20 second loops, minute loop, whatever. Aren't they? And I was like, these are cool. Um, I feel like maybe I could do something with this. So I brought it back to the record label. I had been doing backup vocals on um, albums for some of their other artists just because I had a contract. And, you know, if they asked me, I'm like, sure, whatever. Like I signed a deal with you. You've been really great with me. You haven't come after me because of anything that's happened. So of course. And uh, I brought them these loops and we broke them down. And then I wrote that whole album. And yeah, that was interesting. They brought the rapper in from Miami. We hung out for like all of three days, made two music videos. <laughs> it was like, a, hi, I've never met you before. Let's pretend that we're in love with each other and sing songs. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of your band? What was the name of the, uh, the group? It was, it was just me. I was a solo artist. Just Tara. I was Tara, Tara Day. Tara Day. Nice. Yeah, I like how it's spelled. Yeah. Two R's. Very, very edgy. Yeah, I mean, you know. I thought I was cool and shit. No, I mean, <laughs> you were, for sure. It. But I, I mean, it. it was definitely, I wrote, I wrote all my lyrics. I, every song I wrote on and uh, you it was. You, you could have taken it one step further and gone by Tara, you know? Two well, I mean, tara. what's interesting is I've been to like Ireland and my put name is apparently in, pronounced Tara. Put in a, like for a, real. Yeah. Put an apostrophe tara. in there. Tara. tara. Oh, yeah. Like Tara. Ta Tara. Tara. <laughs> yeah. Like ta-da. Yeah, ta-da. No. It's like ta-da. Tara. 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 That's me, Tara. You zip up, in the, you zip up into the skies. Tara. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was it was a very fun experience. I, I met amazing people when the album got mastered. I got to go when it was being mastered in Manhattan and hang out with Paul Goodrich, who uh, is responsible for the John Lennon catalog. And that was just incredible he i had no idea it's in that his office was in the actor's equity building so like i think uh jack nicholson was like just coming out as we were going in and it was one of those where are we what's yeah. happening <laughs> i'm in a new world i don't know and uh <laughs> listening to his process and what he was doing and he'd turn around and he'd be like do you like nine inch nails i'm like how are you getting that from pop music yes <laughs> like he could pick out every single one of my musical influences uh, it was a great experience. It didn't really sell. Clearly, I'm here. <laughs> so, again, tale as old as time. And I think that the 
the moment when we were in the studio working and they had all like books on a wall all behind where I was sitting when like I do my work and then I'm just sitting there waiting there doing whatever you know hurry up and wait and I pulled a book off the shelf and it was about you know making a wreck I forget I don't know who the author was I open it up first line on the first page you have a better chance of being hit by lightning than making a hit record <laughs> I was like okay then but see, <laughs> but see the thing the, the, but the, this is the thing though the reason why you have a better chance of getting hit by is because their fucking thumb is on the scale and it's completely corporate and controlled. Like there's one channel to the top and it revolves around somebody else owning the whole thing. And it's not, the whole system isn't really set up for people to like make it. It's set up for them to choose who they're going to allow to get to the next level and entertain them for a certain amount of time. And then when they get tired, they're going to kick them to the side and then their, their careers fall apart. I mean, look at, look at how many pop music is a perfect example of that. Like look at somebody like Britney Spears, who was like, you can't imagine somebody being more famous, more, uh, I mean, she was like on Saturday night live and MTV, all when MTV mattered, like all these things, like she was everywhere. On MTV, yeah. You know, and, Prolific. and, uh, you would think that there's some staying power there, but like, no, she's just thrown to the wolves. Somebody like Madonna, look what Madonna's having to do to stay like a hint of relevant. Like yeah. she's, she's like doing the most absurd shit. And like, respectfully, <laughs> she looks wild now. And like, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> no, we don't have to respect any of that. And, and, well, I don't want right to be now. accused of body shaming, but like, good fucking no. Lord, what are you doing to your face? Madonna looked oh, phenomenal when she did the album with Ray of Light on it. Well, that like, was 20... she was embracing. Dude, right, that was 1997, she... though. But she was embracing her age. Because she, she was... looked really great. And then she started doing whatever she's doing to her face. Well, this yeah. is what they, and it's worse. They start, looks, I think she looks worse. They, they put all that filler in to like, right. you know, oh, yeah. and it's like you you look like. She needed an, to let it go. She looks like an alien. And it's a, yeah. it's like concerning. And it's also like, man, you're so, you're trying so hard to be right. edgy and you're 70. You know, like it's kind of gross. Oh, yeah. Cher's another oh, one. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing to Cher. Uh, but, yeah. she, but she looks, <laughs> but no, have you seen her lately? They're like, they're, they're share. She can do whatever she wants. I'm just saying (laughs) she's like living embalmed. It's an, it's, it's wild. When the world ends, there will be cockroaches and and Yeah. Her hair. That's great. Her hair is going to be just fine. Yeah. It's, it's all of it's going to be perfect. But you know, there's so much in that whole entertainment industry. That's so bizarre that other people outside of it, you just have no context. And like one of the first things that Daryl and I bonded over was we were sharing war stories of like me working my way through the music business and Daryl working his way through the NFL. And we were like, oh, we're both, that's what it is. We're both in the entertainment business. Professional, you can call professional right. football whatever you want. It's the entertainment it's business. Entertainment. Yeah. And, like, and it's yeah. the same business model. It's the same thing. It's the same, we're going to pick who's going to, you know, who's going to get the shot, who gets to stay, who's worth the trouble, who's not worth the trouble. Like, oh, well, you know, he got 10 sacks. Yeah, but he broke his girlfriend's orbital bone. You know, like there's some of these, there's some of these special mm, little treats that uh, entertainment gets away with. Pop music is very interesting to me because I, I found when I was, when we were in the studio working, I almost felt like you're trying to predict the future. So it was this conversation of like, we're making this now, but by the time it's mastered and it comes out, we're kind of guessing. So this is what people might want a year and a half from now. And that also, I think people, people don't realize that when any musician is making a record, you're hoping that what you're doing is going to strike a chord in another year. Right, which is why when the model, when that's their business model, it, it's smarter to have 10 to 20 songwriting studs that just handle all the work. And like, there's, there's a handful of people that write all the big hit songs and like as, as a musician and, and like somebody who breaks the music down, like it's hard for me to listen. I'm not like a hater where like uh, pop music's too popular for me. Like shit, there's some Lady Gaga poker face or paparazzi. There's some songs, like some pop songs that every now and then they, I'm like, God damn, it doesn't matter. That is a catchy tune. That would be popular right. now. It'd be popular in the fifties. Like that is a, yeah. that's a popular song. I get it. I get why that's popular. But then when like, 
my 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 team in the in the warehouse. They'll I'll, I'll have them like, hey guys, put some music on. I don't care, whatever, you know. And like, I'll come out and I'll hear like some of this music. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this shit? This is all that they're doing the same thing. It's all in the same key. It's the same vocal pattern. It's the same. Hip hop is turning into that now, where it's like everybody's doing the exact same pattern. And like as a drummer, like somebody who studies rhythm, like I hear the rhythm and the and the, the the words and the rhyming, and it's like you're all doing the same thing. But and I get it; it's popular. You want to keep it going, but that's why like the guy Jack Antonoff, who writes for uh, what's her name uh, Lana Del Rey and Taylor Swift and uh, uh, Beyonce and uh, Lizzo, like he writes for literally every female pop star right now, and that's why they're all sound they all sound the same you know and then like every now and then you get like a Billie eilish who pops up and like she's got her own production so it sounds it's different and unique and it's like okay again that's another one where i'm like i'm not i'm not a hater like i hear that and i'm like i get why this is popular but it's different then next thing you know like it's like right now the early 2000s amy winehouse the crooner thing and then adele every every young girl now that like if you go on twitch and you go into music and you just go through like every girl performer, they all are either sounding like trying to sound like a combination of Amy Winehouse or Adele or like Taylor Swift. Like that's the archetype for female vocalists now is like this, the, the low t- timbre crooner vibe. And it's like, I, it's cool, but like when everybody's doing it, it's not special, you know? Yeah. You know what other album is all in the same key? Uh, besides, I think just mine. Start, like every pop um, album. <laughs> so, every, Bob every... Dylan's Christmas album. Don't know if anyone's heard that. He actually attempts to like sing, not do the Bob Dylan thing, and every song is in the same exact key, and he is singing totally not in that key whatsoever. Do you ever see the clips? There's you remember the, like the the We Are the World video? Yes. So somebody made on YouTube like where they zoomed in on Bob Dylan's face. And, that, <laughs> and he's like, it looks like he just ate like 500 grams of edibles and he's just like, <laughs> he's sweating and he, he's all wide eyed and looking around. And he's like, because like you could tell he's like, I shouldn't even be here. What the fuck's going on? Like, he looks like he's high, you know? And he's just like, <laughs> and like every now and then he's like, can we like find that and play it without sound? Dar- Daryl, this, yeah, Daryl. Dude, it's, it's, it's going to be found. Yeah. Yes. Daryl's really good at finding my, I'm really good at dude. memories from 20 years ago. <laughs> you're, you're, like you're like Miss Cleo, bro. Like you're like yeah. Miss Cleo. It's crazy. Yeah. Miss Cleo. You know, speaking of Miss Cleo, you know, she got, she went to like federal prison for racketeering. She got in dude, big trouble. Who's the father of the baby? Like, yeah, she's crazy. She wasn't even Jamaican. She wasn't. Call me now. You know how many? Um, you know how many like now? suburban white kids thought that's what a Jamaican accent was just because of Miss Cleo. Like yeah. I feel like my, I've been lied to. I thought that's no, not even Jamaican. She she didn't even have like tarot cards. They were like regular cards. She was flipping over. Just like, playing cards from a deck. She, she, she embezzled like three million dollars or something crazy. Yeah, it's there's, no. another, there's another one, Miss Cleo. Look and they weren't up. even. It was, it was like a what is that pickle. Piccolo, pickle. What is that d- different card deck that isn't all the right cards, or it's double certain amount of cards? She had that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like those cold readers. They're like, somebody has an ant, <laughs> and here's somebody had an ant that died. Margaret, Margaret, and Aunt Margaret. No, Sister Margaret. That's me. And you're like, got it. I could, be, I, I could do that. She's, she's here right now. Margaret is here right now. Um, she wants you to give me three easy payments of nine ninety nine ninety five. I'll get out my skip bow cards and I'll read your. I got, I got my Uno <laughs> deck. I got my Uno deck right <laughs> yes. here. Yeah. Margaret wants you to have, wants me to have your wallet. Yeah, Ma- Margaret. Said. Margaret wants you to pay three hundred and ninety nine dollars for this session. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to connect you to. Like, I feel bad for those people because they're just searching for answers. But like, when you, uh, this is a whole other podcast. But when you have some sort of spiritual. <laughs> grounding in your life you know like a belief system a core value system if you will that Mm -hmm. that that kind of answers some of those things for you you're not looking for grifters to calm you because i'm just like i'm not even i'm gonna pay you 500 dollars to what communicate with my dead great-grandfather get the fuck out of here what's like if my (laughs) if my great-grandfather is dead and sentient and he's coming to tell me he should be doing other things 
If I had that kind of power, I wouldn't be yeah. going to warehouses to tell. You know what I mean? Like, like, my dead great grandfather yeah. could give you a message. He's gonna slap me for paying you five hundred dollars. Right. right. Yeah. 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 To do this. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody from the Depression era really thinks this is a good use of money. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Golly. Golly. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. There's no shortage of uh, you know, schemes and scams out there. Now. I know you've got a new podcast coming and you mentioned you had one before I listened to your teaser. It's going to be going to drop it in here now. I'm back. That's right. I know you missed me. I have a new pod coming your way very soon. Not very soon in a couple months, but it's going to feature intriguing guests talking about whatever we feel like, which means you cannot miss an episode. We're going to keep you on your toes and spoiler alert. I have a new co-host. You all are going to love her. I adore her. So I don't know how anybody else couldn't. The new season is going to drop January 15th on Spotify, but don't worry. We're going to have teasers coming your way over the next few months. So you won't have to wait that long until you're graced with our beautiful voices. And then at the end, what's up with your podcast? Tell, tell us a little bit about your, uh, about your podcast. So, so it's, um, she said all the things. Mm. So, um, it's nice. going to be myself and my lovely co-host, Lisa, who Hilarious. is absolutely Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. So we're just like two moms who we kind of don't really fit the mom mold. We're definitely the moms that are, are like, like your kid falls down and you're like, is there blood? Not cat, you're good. Move on. <laughs> like we, 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 we're, we're just those moms that the moms kind of tell us we're bad moms. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> Um, but we're they not. Had a movie, we're, they had a movie called Bad Moms, right? Right, we're Isn't like it? them. Like, we yeah. love our kids, but at the same time, like, you, you need to, like, you can't helicopter, right? And now yeah. that seems like that's the thing. And it's like, well, they're going to grow up and leave one day and they got to be able to function. So, yeah. I mean, can't do everything. So, we're just going to bring, like, our little breed of crazy to everybody. It's it's kind of like we're going to be like the Seinfeld or, uh, I don't know, Curb Your Enthusiasm. A of podcast podcasts. about nothing? Really? We have, like, no, I, we're just going to talk. It's going to be what it's going to be. and uh, Natural moments strung together. Yeah, yeah we're sounds, kind of, we're just nonsense when we're together. So. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. It sounds like if, you, if you've made it this far into this episode of the Everman Podcast, I'm, I think you're going to like what uh, Tara has to, uh, <laughs> has to say on the podcast here. Now, is this one of those uh, ladies-only podcasts? No, we're going to have guests. And I don't care who they are. I don't, like, I could, I'll, I could meet, like, a homeless person and be like, what are you doing, dude? Come on. I'll make you one of the. I'll, I'll have. I'll have Jay send me a hot dog. I'll tell you what. That might you. be a fun. <laughs> that might, yeah, dude. Might be a fun spinoff podcast where you just uh, bring on a homeless guy. Like someone you don't even know. Um, rando. Just, rando. It could be terrible, but that could be. That could be part it. of it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that could be why it's great. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, look. You, you got to try things. You, you got you to try new things. Um, now I want to talk to you a little about music. I, I was reading your li- your list of uh, artists that you like, and mm. you know immediately I'm I'm seeing uh, seems like you were a real good time in the '90s there. Nine Inch Nails, Tool, mm-hmm. you know, yes, Sound, Soundgarden. It sounds like you had some fun times. Um, are you still? Uh, I'm a big big uh, Tool fan. Are you you still into Tool? So I like Tool. I also like a Perfect Circle. Uh, right so when you kind of tool was better than gals tool tool yeah like um i really liked them in the 90s i haven't really gone with it my music taste has actually changed a lot i don't know if it's called evolving i guess it is (laughs) uh but i don't know that it's evolved to like better (laughs) i think it might have evolved to like who determines better listen dc when i sent you that song and you were listening to it and you texted me and said what the fuck am i listening to What, what song was it what was it Dude, oh I don't even know what the name of the song was, but trust me when I say this, Jay. Is it terrible? Oh my! Send it, it to was, me now. I need to know what it was. It was. Is it in your? Is it? Is it still in your thread? Is it in your thread? I can just send it from my Spotify to you guys on. Yeah, she, she hit that. It's actually like it. It's a, it's weird. It's just a weird song. I think I've gotten more send into this. It, send like, it to me weird... right now. Send it to me right now. We're gonna do something we've uh, never done here. In the we're gonna give let's the, do it. Let's gonna, go we're, for we're, it. We're gonna give it to the every man and the every woman. We're gonna let them. Are we allowed we, to do that? We we're gonna do, give it to them raw. We can do whatever we want. YouTube pause will complain, but fuck YouTube. Um, 
Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you, YouTube. We love you, YouTube. We love you so much. I love you, man. We love you so much, YouTube. I have to say that the reason that, that I sent this to him was only because of the last like minute of the song. And I'm like, dude, this would be like epic for something for hard. Yeah, for sure. like, yeah. I mean, for we like work at the NFL. NFL like, films, I was thinking yeah. that was what really caught me. But the whole beginning of it is just like a dumpster fire. Play the beginning. To All that right. last minute. <laughs> Play right. the beginning. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is... Um... This is DNA, the most fun a boy can have without ripping his skin off. I'm, 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 I'm by Crywolf. I'm, I'm already, I'm already, I'm already sweating right now. I'm already concerned. Here we go. Is this the pregnant pause? Okay. It is. Nice little piano intro. He's gonna take it. It's about to take a turn. The chorus is really. I can tell just by the face tattoos. This is gonna be good. Nice mix in the headphones here. Wait for it. <laughs> It's a lot going on here. Now, this is something you listen to? Yeah. Well, just this song with that. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 All right. There's a lot going on here. So much. But it's really the last, like, what, yeah. minute 30? Yeah, that's... That's, like, epic. And it's actually really good. And I it turns s- into a whole different genre of music. I can see where it's going, and... No, you can't, though, DC, right? <laughs> the end, oh, no. the when, when you get to that last, that last, what is it? Minute and seconds? a half. What, all right, minute and a half. It's good. But every like the thing is, I listened all the way up to that point, and by the time I got there, I was like, I need to take a break before I engage in what's normal. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. I can see I can see how your how your your musical tastes led you there. Um, that's interesting. That's an interesting tune. I'm not I'm not a hater, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot. It's like hey, you know, be sick. Trumpets right here on top of the trap beat. And then let's bring it around and let's let's have the vocal mix pan back and yes. forth, back and forth. And at the end, let's make it feel like you're crazy. Yeah. There's yeah, a there are monks singing yeah. at the end. Monks do come little, like, and let's close it out with a little Gregorian chant. This will be perfect. We're gonna really yeah. hit everything here. Yep. See, this is the interesting thing where we're getting to in music where everything is kind of pooling all together into one genre of music. And some of it's for the better and some of it's not. And like, for example, like I never really, country music never resonated with me at all, ever, period. Like I was actually a a full on hater. And then like we moved to Texas and then we were driving through Arkansas and I had just been in Nashville and our boy, shout out to Dusty Waring and Between the Barry and Me seeing them this Sunday. He was like, hey, listen, you got to check out this guy, Hardy. I know you're not into country, but this is fucking sick. This guy's like a metalhead and he does country. And then you listen to it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is heavy as hell. It's got good story. T- it's storytelling. It's got instruments, which is a good step in the right direction. Got to have and instruments. It's like, and then all of a sudden, now I'm running this warehouse. I'm working hard. I got a 12-pack in the passenger seat. I'm working my ass off all week, and now I get it. I get the country music. You know what I mean? So, like, sometimes something's not for it. That's why I tried to change my... My, when I talk about music, I, I try to say it's not it's not my thing right now. I'm not I don't get it. 
Tool is a perfect example. People have been throwing Tool at me forever. And I was just like, nah, I like Dream Theater. It's too slow and boring. Then I got a little older, a little more mature with my musical taste. And I was like, oh, I get it. I finally get it now. Meshuggah is another one. Didn't get it for years. And then finally it sinks in. So like sometimes, you know, I try to say like, that's not my thing. I, I'm saying this right now. Not my cup of tea right now. But who knows? Give me another four years. I, I could be all over DNA. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I could be all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Is it, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting. But it's got that little industrial. There's some emo. Like this is the yeah. way that right. somehow the, dub in the, there. the emo kids met, met up with the with the like the hip hop kids and they put it together and then they st- stole the trap beats and right. And I then, think for me that's like the culmination of all of the music I listen to and then the end is like classical. So yeah. it's it that song covered all of the base. That's like the last twenty years of my life. It. Five minutes. Yeah. Thrown in together. I mean, it's like, okay, so like favorite song of all time, and I get crap for this all the time, is November Rain by Guns N' Roses. It's a great song. I feel I, who gives you that, shit? that who gives you shit about that song? Um like everyone that said what? Good November Rain. I'm like, that is one of the most well written songs from beginning to end. I mean, like and studying classical music, there's movements. It's a rock song with movements. It reminds me a lot of like what Queen would do. And I I just, I don't know why that isn't on more people's lists for like one of the top well, songs ever written. It's because culture, much like the rest of our society, has slowly but surely been watered down to its most base form. So we're going to get to the point where it's like idiocracy. And it's like, hey, you get kicked in the nuts. You know? <laughs> so Dude, you got head, darts in your neck. You got I fucking darts. pole wasn't greased. It and, wasn't my fault. And I'm telling you now, like, <laughs> you think you think having a, a president that was a former reality star was bad? I'm promising you, 30 years from now, there's going to be a president who had an OnlyFans. Okay? And everyone is going to have seen their butthole. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is going to have seen our president's butthole, and it's going to be. I've seen my president's junk, and it's not. And I don't no, like it. Not even the junk, Daryl. I'm not because I don't like his junk. We've escalated. It's like, oh, a, a dick pic leaked. Oh, oops, everybody's seen his penis. No, no, no. I'm talking about. You're going to know what the president of the United States' oh, butthole like, looks like. If, if he bleaches his asshole, right. if it's yeah. bleached, if it's waxed, whatever it is, you're going to know. And that's where we're, we're heading there. We're heading in that direction. Can you can you imagine the chat? Man, can you believe our president's foreskin, what it looks like? Oh, my God. My like, God, he's not circumcised. Get, I'm not voting for an uncircumcised president. No way. No way. That's where we're headed. So, you know, I hope everybody had a real good time because we're done. It's over. It's over. I'm going to go drink a Snapple after this. Yeah, it's done. Light a cigarette, it's over. It's... um. Yeah, we're, we're, we're headed for, for some interesting times. Now, uh, when is your podcast season two starting? Uh, well, we decided January 15th because we need to get like some episodes under our belt. I want to have like a backlog nice. so that, you know, we're getting into our busy time at work um, and Super Bowl will be coming up. And if there's a week I can't do anything, you know, it's nice to kind of just have stuff in the bank. And we aren't going to be like, it's not going to be like straight live so i'm just going to consolidate it to a 30 minute episode so while we're talking nonsense you only have to listen to 30 minutes of our mindless nonsense (laughs) before you move on well thank you thank you you're welcome thank you everyone is welcome yeah that's that's good and and then and then when so january 15th the episodes come out it'll be on where where's everything we're on iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. We're on all of the things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. You have to be like the podcast, things. all the things. Yep, all Boom. the things. <laughs> now, what is the one takeaway you want the every man, the every woman to have from the Torah experience? So, um, is I it too, hang on. Is it, it too late to change the name of the podcast to the Torah experience? You can. Yeah, yeah. The ship has sailed. You've already Darn made. You've already made the graphics and t-shirts. Yeah, are like credits. art is done. Thumbnails yeah. are done. Everything is is. But you can still have that in there. Like you know, if you have a good podcast at the end, you can just say "Tara" and then. Ta ta ta! I'll cut that out and sample it for you and send it over. Um. So, 
I think the one takeaway that I would want people to have just in general is uh, don't stop learning about yourself. I think it's been very important for me in my life that I worked at one job for a long time. I wasn't happy, stopped my job, went back to school. My goal was to work at NFL Films, 40 years old, starting a new job at NFL Films, never too late. Kids moved out or in college. I'm learning. I, I feel like I'm finally learning who I am and it's never too late for that. That's awesome. So just keep yeah. doing it. I love yeah. that. And I think that's, you know, couldn't be any, any truer and, and true to the Everyman podcast, uh, Everyman podcast motto of, of shining your light. And uh, clearly you shine your light. You shine your light on us today and, and the Everyman and the Every Woman. And it's been a pleasure having you on. I, can, I think I'm going to speak for Daryl here and say this is not the last yeah. time you're going to grace us with your presence. Yeah, here. I mean, I think I should be I should be your every lady. Every lady. Every lady. Every lady is going to be here every once oh, in a while. Every lady. Yeah, yeah, I think I like that. I think I like that. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm looking forward to this podcast i'm gonna subscribe to it. i'm gonna give it a listen i'll be there january 15th hot and ready like little caesar with oh my, yeah with my podcast Woo. app and I, uh, I think we should do a little combo action yeah i think well, yeah, 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 yeah 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 hey whoa whoa Combine. whoa, Combine hey, whoa. grease those poles yeah, down we're gonna boy. be greasing poles all right grease those poles uh, down tara honestly great thank you for coming on thank Thanks, you for uh, no for problem thank for you for having your light me with us here and uh all the links to uh tara's music and the uh links to her podcast are going to be in the show notes below. So make sure you swipe up, check that out. Subscribe to the Everyman Podcast if this is the first time you're checking it out. Check us out on YouTube. Hit the bell, hit the like, do the thing. Call your mother, kiss your dog. Yep. We love you all. We'll see you next week. very soon not very soon in a couple months but it's going to feature intriguing guests talking about whatever we feel like which means you cannot miss an episode we're going to keep you on your toes and spoiler alert i have a new co-host you all are going to love her i adore her so i don't know how anybody else couldn't the new season is going to drop january 15th on spotify but don't worry we're going to have teasers coming your way over the next few months so you won't have to wait that long until you're graced with our beautiful voices